0: The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.
1: the reasons i was so interested by the choir that you just heard about that joined me in studio it stems from a chance encounter with an american tourist in mexico i know it sounds a little convoluted but it's not let me explain uh my husband and i were away this summer and one afternoon while i was in the pool i watched an older gentleman uh i found out later his name is steve Play what I thought was I, I thought he was playing piano on the water he was his his fingers were tapping the top of the water, um, but we started talking, and as it turned out he wasn 't playing piano but playing guitar at the age of seventy. Uh, my new friend Steve was learning classical guitar and over the course of the next couple of days, as my husband and I hung out with him and his wife, we found out that steve 's guitar teacher is not only a well-known classical guitarist but Michael Bard is one of the first 5 people anywhere to be certified as a medical musician he became a medical musician after meeting a man named Andrew Schulman another professional guitarist who believes music Saved his life. Shulman had gone on to write a book called Waking the Spirit A Musician's Guide to Healing Body, Mind, and Soul, and started the Medical Musician Initiative that sees both men playing their music to those in need in critical care units. Um, I am thrilled to have them both with me this afternoon. Just let me see if I can do this here. Hi, Andrew. Hi, Michael. Thanks for taking the time. Hi, Jalen. Thank bet. you for having us. Now, let me start Hi, Jalen.
2: And, <laughs> and hey, Michael. How are you doing? Hey, Andrew. How's it going, bud? I'm <laughs> uh, doing good.
1: All right. So, let's start, uh, Andrew. This story really starts with you on death's bed uh, in, in 2010. Tell us what happened.
2: I had uh, to have a major surgery, I uh, had a diagnosis of, depending on which doctor you spoke to, between 98% to 100% diagnosis of pancreatic cancer. Oh, my gosh. And which meant that in all likelihood, no matter what happened with the surgery, I, I didn't have, you know, uh, the, I had a 3% chance of living another two years was what I knew when going into the surgery. So we had the surgery, and <clears throat> um, uh, kind of a miraculous lucky break for me Um, Sometimes, even if they say 100% cancer, sometimes it isn't. And the mass was benign. And everybody was uh, thrilled, everybody meaning the surgeon and the people in the operating room. Um, And to make a long story short, when I say long story, I did write a book about this. (laughs) We're going to talk about it. (laughs) I was uh, very lucky that I didn't have cancer. But something happened, and they will never know exactly what happened. So that when they started taking me from the operating room to the surgical intensive care unit, I went into shock, and I arrived in the surgical ICU. We call it a SICU, I arrived clinically dead. This was in Beth, well, was then Beth Israel Medical Center in downtown New York City, back in ten years ago, and. Um, Great medical team. They were able to resuscitate me, but I was massively, massively, critically ill. And no one in that unit, no doctor or nurse, gave me any chance of surviving. I was uh, put into a medically-induced coma, and the first two days, uh, very, very bad news with my wife at my bedside also the whole time. In the middle of the third day, I was actually terminally ill, and anybody in medicine out there listening I'll tell you that my lactic acid number was 17. Normal is 1.8.
1: Oh boy. And
2: you're usually dead by the time it hits 10. Mm. So we'll never know if I had five more minutes to live or an hour to live, but I was on my way out. And my wife, looking in her bag, saw my iPod, and the light bulb went off over her head. And she turned to the doctor and said, his heart is beating, but his soul is not beating. <laughs> and I have his iPod, and he's a musician all his life. Can we put the earbuds in? Uh, a lot of doctors would have said no because you put the earbuds in, and I drop dead, and he gets sued. Um, but this was a really cool doctor who said yes. Uh, it was a guy named Dr. Simon Ira who was on duty at the time and I'll talk about the other, the chief doctor, and uh, we'll, Michael and I will talk about him momentarily. Uh, they put the earbuds in. I was given uh, only 30 minutes allowed to listen to the music. They didn't know what to play. They hit the first track, one of the great classical works of all time, the St. Matthew Passion of Bach. And by the end of the 30 minutes of music, everything started turning around. My body responded to it. Even though I was in a coma, I heard it and there's something called coma dreams. I had a coma dream about hearing that music, but I remembered all my coma dreams. So literally, the music didn't save my life metaphorically. It saved my life metabolically, and there's a medical chart that was kept that day, and there were doctors and nurses. So it wasn't a situation where maybe the music helped. It was attested to by the doctors and nurses. There is no question that that music actually saved my life. Now, I'll finish this up quickly now so Michael can talk and you <laughs> can talk. I'll just finish this by telling you that when I, three days later, when I was brought out of the coma, very carefully brought out of the coma, uh, and when I found out what happened, I knew I had to give back. I knew that. I had you know, the greatest gift you can get is your second chance at life. And I was a professional guitarist, and I didn't have money to give them, but I had music. And the doctor that I alluded to a moment ago, his name is Dr. Marvin McMillan, who was the chief of that surgical ICU, uh, is a music guy. And he allowed me to return there. And that started this journey developing this thing that we specialty we call medical musician, a professional concert-level musician who's had pertinent training in critical care medicine and is actually a member of the medical team in an ICU as uh, I have been for 10 years and Michael has been now for uh, something over a year. Michael, how long?
0: Uh, About a year since uh, last July. Uh Uh-huh. Okay.
1: So, um, the Medical Musician Initiative. So, Andrew, first off, that, that story, and I can remember when Steve, our mutual friend, um, told me, uh, uh about this, and, and then he told me about Michael, and, 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 um, huh. I've got so many questions, and Michael, I know you have a concert in like fifteen minutes. <laughs>
0: yeah, I do. You have been a con- ready to play with my trio here in Washington. Yeah, D, go so,
1: ahead. So you have a, you have a concert here. So I'm going to ask you a couple of questions, and uh, then I'll let you go. What was it for you um, that got you involved with this? If I remember correctly, you read Andrew's book, um, "Waking the Spirit: A Musician's Guide to Healing Body, Mind, and Soul." Ask for a lunch. Uh, meeting and and what happened? Why why was it that you had to meet him and get involved?
0: Uh, because I was so affected by the book, and I've always known since I was a child how powerful uh, music can be. Um, so I contacted Andrew um, just on a whim. My wife and I went up to New York. She's also a musician; she's a singer, and uh, had lunch with Andrew. Sat there for a couple of hours, and uh, he told me about this course that's going to be taking place at the Berkshire Medical Center in Pittsfield, Massachusetts, and um, he said, we'd love to have you. And I said, great, I'm there. Um, So that's that's where the story begins, and uh, I've been at NIH uh, for about the past year, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, playing for uh, patients in the uh, critical care unit and hospice units, um, in the oncology unit, and i got to say, the experiences that I've had have been overwhelmingly positive, and the music definitely, definitely has healing properties i can so, so, say yeah. that with all uh, heartfelt
1: honesty <laughs> so michael when you
2: yeah, talk, let me yeah. let, let me uh, throw something in about michael which he didn't tell you mm. when we had that lunch at the end of the lunch michael had his guitar <laughs> and uh, at the very end he took his guitar out to play something for me and it it took me approximately three seconds <laughs> to say to oh, him, three? "I want, oh. I want you, I want you at this workshop." Ma- oh, Michael sure is. You oh. sure, <laughs> sure it wasn't two seconds? My- <laughs> oh, okay, maybe two seconds.
0: So Michael yeah, was is good. a I,
2: tremendously talented musician.
0: Uh, Thank you. If- that was a... It was a flamenco improvisation, and um, I noticed you played a little sadica that I played uh, at the beginning of the program there, Jaylen, so thank you for that. <laughs> yeah,
1: Trio Caliente, um, yes. uh, the, the band TrioCaliente.com if you want to check it out. Michael Bard joining me this afternoon, Andrew Shulman as well. Michael, um, I, again, I know you have a concert that starts in like 11 minutes, so I'm just, yeah. you, you talked about, you know, um, witnessing kind of the healing powers of music while you've been making those rounds as a part of mm-hmm. this team. Uh, what ha- can, can you share a story, and can can you give sure. you know my listeners an idea of of what some of the what one of those moments has been like for you?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one in particular, uh, there was a, a Navy admiral um, who had uh, mesothelioma, and uh, long story short, he and his wife were stationed in Spain years and years ago, and they just came to love the culture and the, the people and the music of Spain, so I walked by his room and he looked pale and gaunt and ashen, just like he was ready to check out a planet Earth and just be done with it, because he was not in any, any great shape. So I walked up to him and I said, would you, would you like to hear some music? And he said, um, would you happen to know any music of the Spanish masters, you know, Granados, or Rodrigo? I said, absolutely. So I played a couple pieces and the nurses turned to each other and they said, this man has not smiled in weeks. Mm-hmm what have you just done? This is amazing. Mm -hmm. Fast forward to about a month ago, he invited me to his um, Getting Well party. He was 100% cured, I think possibly because of the music. And in fact, when he introduced me to to his family, he said, this is the man who helped save my life. Mm. And I was just sort of taken aback, back wow maybe i am not sure if i actually saved your life but i think i added to the quality of it with with the music that you wanted to hear and he said you absolutely absolutely did michael you made me feel feel better and i've got a clean bill of health and i truly believe that your guitar uh, helped me uh, help me get better so um that's just one one powerful story that i could share there are many others that uh the fact that uh, i got to meet this gentleman and break bread with his family and celebrate his wife's birthday and uh at that little party and that acknowledgement that music helped him heal. Um, wow. That's just what makes a blessing. my heart feel so happy.
1: What a blessing all the way around, really, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Michael yep. Barr joining me this afternoon, Andrew Shulman. Michael, I'm going to let you go to get ready for your concert. All right. I, w- I want to I thank you for joining me. Andrew, will you hold the line? I've got a couple more questions uh, for you regarding the uh, Medical Musician Initiative. Can you hold on for me? Sure. Awesome. Sure. Thank you. All right. Let me see if I can do this. We'll be right back on 630Chad. Andrew Shulman joining me on the phone this afternoon. Andrew. Uh, the author yep. of the book called Waking the Spirit, A Musician's Guide to Healing Body, Mind, and Soul, also started the Medical Musician Initiative. If you want to find out more about it, it's medicalmusicianinitiative.org. You can check it out there. Um, Andrew, when you, wh- why did you feel the need to, to write the book? Did you have so many stories to tell? Did you end up witnessing uh, the healing power of music over and over again?
2: Yeah. Uh, the... Uh, The reason that the book came about is that when I started in January 2010, I decided to keep a journal of every day that I was in there. I was going in three days a week. And the reason I decided that, and I don't want to give away too much, because it's in the book a bit, I had suffered some brain damage. Mm. Um, It had to do with my ability to remember things um and i kept it, decided to keep a journal cuz i figured i'd probably have some very interesting experiences <laughs> and if i had a journal and wrote them down that's how i'd remember it so after a couple of months with this journal and sending it out to various friends everybody who started reading the journal said you have to write a book and uh that that's actually how the book the idea for the book started um because when you're a medical musician Now, let let me quickly say that the field that I'm in is called the field of music and medicine. The oldest established profession in that is the field of music therapy, the profession of music therapy, uh, which has been around for about 70 years. There are other specialties, though, and medical musician, again, is a specialty. uh, Since I started it with this Dr. McMillan we figured we got to define it. And my interest was always uh, all about having a professional musician, and specifically in critical care and the related units to critical care, where the sickest people are, because those are the people you could help the most uh, and actually literally help saving a life. The last chapter in my book, um, it, with the top chapter title from a song called Wild Horses, so you can guess what I play, <laughs> Uh, I had uh, the experience a number of times of playing for somebody who was in a coma, like I was, who was dying, where the assessment of the medical people was that the music actually was the element that turned it around, that you actually saved that person's life. And, And it's one thing for me to say, it; you don't have to believe me, but when the doctors and nurses are there and they say it, and it's backed up by the medical chart. It's backed up by what is actually in a critical care unit. You're hooked up to a vital signs monitor, and everything is very, very carefully monitored. So if you say it, it actually was what turned that person around, what saved them, you can prove it in the chart.
1: Andrew, how many medical musicians are there now?
2: Well, as a um, part of the initiative. Uh, as part of the, the first summer, we've done three summers. So the first summer, we had three graduates. Uh, second summer was nine, and we had 12 this, this summer. Mm. So some of these people, like Michael right now is the person who has uh, the most visible job. He's at the NIH Clinical Center in Bethesda, Maryland. Um, but our other graduates now... Uh, and and our workshops are just the first step in becoming a medical musician. Okay. It's the first training we give medical training and music training. Wow, um, and uh, and and we're new. We don't have a specific uh, credentialing yet. All of that takes time uh, to uh, develop and everything. But here's the most important thing about this. What we are doing, and we are, Part of a very big world I want to stress this right now Very importantly We're part of this great world Called music and medicine Which is growing by the year Mm -hmm. Where the medical Establishment has learned That music which was In ancient times Part of the medical um, uh, Healing Process in every culture in the world Everybody had the shaman Or the singer or the 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 medicine man, the music uh, where there was you know, you know what I'm talking about. There's always there was always singing, there was instruments. Uh, the biblical story of Andrew, of, I'm almost out uh, of time
1: here. Almost out of okay. time, I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> oh, okay. Um, All right, but you you see what I'm saying. So absolutely. We're, we're getting started. We're 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 now part of this world.
1: Well, and we're thankful that you are a part of this world. If people want to find out more about the work that you're doing, again, medicalmusicianinitiative.org. Andrew, I hope to meet you someday. Thank you for joining us this afternoon.
2: Oh, thank you so much, Jalen.